and welcome back uh, to this episode of the Fucking Right Podcast. We are your hosts, and we are getting down to the final days of the NHL season, which just means that the off-season for us, non-existent. No, nothing. Maybe, maybe a bit in June there, where we can kind of work out some time maybe to like, you know, not not do anything just relax not, um, not worry about our team sucking stuff we talk about but like the combines in june pretty much and like the draft is at the end of july or beginning of july and chl playoffs will still be going on like yep we're just not gonna get a break not gonna get a break um but that's fine because we have lots to talk about um in terms of CHL playoffs and stuff. Uh, but first, we'll start with U18. So, obviously, they started over the weekend. Um, yeah, and things are going ju- just about as we expected them. Um, Team USA is steamrolling the rest of the competition, as expected. As expected. Um, Team Canada sucks outside of... Okay, I shouldn't say sucks. They are mediocre outside of Fantilli and Bedard. I think the worst, the worst part about Canada being bad is the fact that we knew they were going to be bad. Yeah. The fact that we knew we were, they were going to be bad, but I was still like, oh. Like, when I saw them, they just yeah. It was like, okay. Like, I knew the U.S. was going to steamroll us, but then I saw them steamroll us, and I was like, oh. Yeah, like, I thought it was still going to be, like, a close game. Does that make sense? Yeah. Because, like, even here they sent, like, Dylan Cousins and, like, Peyton Krebs and their merry band of men. Like, they still played a tight game against the U.S. for the most part. Yeah. But, like, I don't know, like... And, like, that U.S. team obviously was... Well... Yeah. Something else. Yeah, but, uh... I was personally just shocked at how bad, like, how badly they played. They just didn't have a game. Yeah. Like, they didn't really have any systems and things. Like, Which is probably because they didn't name the team until, like, three days before the tournament. <laughs> they practiced together once. They said on the broadcast <laughs> they practiced together literally once. Yeah, like, you can't even... You can't blame a team for not having systems when they literally only practiced one time. Mm-hmm. Which was probably and also like, the first time they all met as well. Yeah, except for some of them. Except for yeah. Adam and Connor. Which, like, low-key now it makes sense. Now it all makes sense. It's like all the good players will, like, you know, know how to play on teams together. Um, but yeah, they look really bad outside of... Bajard and Fantilli. And I'm, like, low-key just begging for the coaches to, like, switch up Fantilli's lining. Yeah. And it's a really... Like, what bothers me the most is that I feel like this team just doesn't know where to go. Yeah, like, like, I feel like individually the players are fine, but together they just... Yeah, they just create, like, a bad product on the ice. Because I think they don't know each other well enough to know where everyone's going to be at what time. Yeah. So, like, passes are missing. You're seeing turnovers. You're seeing players 
bump into each other for like no reason. We saw so much of that in the USA game. And it's just like, oh, like, chill. Like, um, this is just how it's gonna be then. Like, you're no, you're just not gonna know where to go. And like the power play is so bad too. Like the power play, it's just no one knows where to pass. And I think by the end, Connor and Adam kind of just low key figured out if they just pass to each other, it'll be fine. The, they'll be fine. They'll yeah. be totally, totally okay. Um, but. Like, yeah, like, I don't know. I'm hoping the Czech game will be better. I can't watch it, but I'm hoping it will be better. Hopefully. Hopefully. And um, hoping that we get a good East quarters matchup. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I expected USA to get gold anyways. Like, yeah, they're going to win. I can just like... kind of cheer for Captain Rutger. Captain Rutger, yes. Captain Rutger, two-time Captain Rutger. First time ever in U18 history. Yeah. I learned that today. Which, like, proud of him. The new boy. Um, but, yeah. Um, I mean, I'm not real. I, I can tell you who I'm, like, impressed with, I guess. I really, I like Fantilli, and I like Bedard. Um, yeah, but... I think Goyette's having a really good tournament, too. He had, like, a couple points against Germany. Yeah. Goyette's been good, but, like, the the guys who are expected to be good have been good. Have been good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> players I was not impressed with, Spencer Soba. <laughs> that five-minute, that unnecessary five-minute major. Yeah. I don't know what that was. And he wears an A, which is just great. Um... I haven't liked Master Domenico at all. He feels like this year's uh, Guillaume Richard. Do you remember him? <laughs> from, from from the U18s last yeah, year? It was, yeah, it was. I was like, oh, he was the guy that, like, you just would not trust on the ice. Ever. You just couldn't. You just couldn't trust him. And that's how I feel about Master Domenico. Um, honestly, I really mm-hmm. liked the guy from St. Andrews. But they took him out in the second game for some reason. Which yeah. I don't know why. He played really well the first game. I don't know. Coach, Coaches are weird. Coaching? Team Canada? Imagine. Good Imagine coaching. having a good Team Canada coach not named Andre Tournier. <laughs> not named Andre Tournier. Absolutely. And I'm not annoyed with some of the stuff he did. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, for example, that time he... Um, he like kicked Kirby and Dylan out of practice for arriving late. I don't know. Arriving that was on arriving exactly on time. Uh, coffee players are weird. Okay, mm-hmm. it's odd, but whatever. I'm over it. Um, but yeah, I I don't know. I hate. I also hate Craig Button's play by play or like color commentary. I guess we don't talk about Craig. Craig makes He was one. hyping Adam up so much, and even I was like, ew, like, stop talking about Adam, please. He just wanted like, to shut have you up. These things. He's, he was like, oh, I remember when he said, like, yeah, I've never seen um, the U.S. goalie play before. He's really good. Yeah, I've never seen him play before. I've I, never seen him play before. 
I that team totally does not have a bunch of extremely highly rated prospects that I should be scouting as a part of my job. Why do you think you put Rucker outside of the first round? You know, um, I'm starting to think he made, he ranked the U.S. guys based on, like, the U.S. lines. I, I feel like he, like, looked at, like, the line chart and was like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I honestly just think that sometimes he just doesn't know what he's saying. Like, first of all, the, the goal, you goalie wasn't even good that game. No, Canada just Canada, sucked. Canada put, like, Three shots, like, three shots, sorry, three goals went in on 16 shots. That's not a good save. That's like an 890-something. Yeah, Canada just kind of sucked. Yeah, Canada just kind of, like, whipped. Like, it wasn't because he was good. Yeah, it's 8.13. Which, that's not good at all. That's not a good save percentage. And... He didn't really have to work, like, that hard. Yeah. Honestly. Like, I feel like Kansas goalies have had to work so much harder. And they put people who kind of suck so far. So I have no idea what's going to happen. Honestly, at this point. Ari, I know you didn't watch, but do you have any thoughts on, like, if you're rooting for Team USA this tournament, Team Canada? I mean, I I feel like as a U... As a... American, I, I forgot how to speak. I have to root for Team USA. I don't really know. I haven't rooted for Team USA in like two years, so we'll see. I haven't rooted for Team USA in two years. Episode title. Episode title. I haven't rooted for Team USA in two years. That's facts, yeah. That's a mood. Um, that's a mood, yeah. Um, I was really impressed like on the US side. Freaking Isaac Howard. Where did he come from? He's always been just annoyingly good, but like, like, like subtly yeah, annoyingly so good. Duluth. Yeah, which um, I don't like him. Comet. Yeah. Um, Logan Cooley has been <laughs> who? He's been Logan Cooley, and I worry about that because Shane Wright hasn't exactly looked exceptional in um, the OHL playoffs so far, and. But Every I just, time I think that's a Kingston well, thing. I worry about Shane. <laughs> Shane it's will be bad. fine, okay? It's not it's his fault the Bronx just kind of... So the Bronx are just not very good, I think. Yeah, that's true. I've watched... Like, they've been winning, They just he just hasn't really been, like, contributing. Because I guess they're, sh- like, shutting him down effectively. Yeah. Um. You know yeah, who hasn't been, been winning? The Ottawa 67s. <laughs> I saw that. We're, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that. Just let let me wrap up um, the U18s. So, yeah, the next couple games are, like, pretty, like, obviously tomorrow is important for um, the standings. But then we'll go into the prelims, and then we'll probably get to the semis. Honestly, if we get, like, a bronze medal out of this, just because Connor and Adam say, like, like, I I'll I will take a fourth place finish. I'll take third place finish. I I'd, I'd rest. I would I would take making making it to the semis. I would take that. Mm-hmm. You know what? I agree. I agree. Mm-hmm. 
making it to the semis in general would be just like perfect. Yeah. Fourth place sounds um, bad because it sounds you lost third place game, but like making it to the semis, yeah. I I can take that. Yeah. Making it to the semis, fifty percent of the teams move on. Because there are only eight teams, cat. Well, so my figure my synchronized figure skating team once finished third and we celebrated. There were only yeah, four I teams, think. but <laughs> so Yeah. Um other people who impressed me obviously Rutgers been great. Rutgers been so good. Rutgers has been so good. Um I like Nazar Nazar? Nazar? Nazar. I always thought it was Nazar. And then I, yeah, I turned on the Nazar. USA game like, and they were like, Frank Nazar. I, no. Nazar. Like, Nazar. Yeah, like, Nazar. I, no, I hate it so much. Yeah, I thought he was good. Um, He's going I to Michigan. Liked, yes. I liked Seamus Casey. Yes. He's also going to Michigan. Michigan. Um, I liked Hunter. Um. We still can't pronounce his last, last name. name, but also going to Michigan, I liked him All too. the Yumish boys have been good. Yeah. I didn't like how only uh, comments of Minnesota school scored against Team Canada. I, I pointed that out, I think, on Twitter, and it's... Yeah. We don't talk about it. They it just... Was Howard, four times. Howard... Jeffrey. Lucius Cooley. Lucius Chesley Cooley. Yikes. Mm. I also thought Cruz Lucius looked good. Yeah. Yeah. But that's only because he's Chesley. Yeah. Only because of that. Um, In terms of the other teams, um, everyone's doing like pretty much where they're expected to be. Sweden is the only one that had, like, a really big upset loss. They lost to Latvia. Which, like, Latvia! Guys. Canada also and lost. And they were down 2-1, I think, in their yeah. game against... I was going to say the Slovaks, but they're not here. Um, which team was it? I can't even remember. But they were down in their game. Their, their last game, and they came back. But, yeah, Sweden's been... Sweden didn't even for some reason. Yeah, like, not as bad as last year. But they've been low-key Swedening their way into things. And um, I'm here for it, because if we bump into them in the semis, Carvedar can just doopsy doopsy do and do his little Con- thing. And Connor will pull an otter. After already pulling an otter. Connor has pulled so many otters. Okay, do you realize that, like, no one but us, like, who is going to know what pulling an otter is? <laughs> but he has. He's pulled, like, several otters. People, this seems sound so weird out of context. Yeah. But he has pulled so many otters, and I'm so proud of him. Like, father, like, son. You know? And uh, Connor is now leading point scorer all-time in Canadian history. Of course he is. Uh, at the U18s. With oh, 19 points. In nine games. Do you know how many Matt ba- Barzal had, like, four- 14 and, like, 16 games. That's how, like, 
That's how good Connor Bedard is. He's played nine games. <laughs> and he has five points already this tournament, I'm pretty sure. Which is exciting. Also, I'm going to need Adam to, like, pick it up. Yeah, Adam. Adam has, he only has, like, two points. Adam needs to get better lining. Adam needs I agree. His lineys kind of suck. Yeah. Like, well, they, they just don't know where to go. Yeah, I see. They just don't know where to go, like, when he's trying to, like, set stuff up. Like, he's he tried to do, like, he's like, like a stupid spin around the other Too good for him, you know? Like, 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 I feel like they aren't used to playing, like, with, with, like, Adam level. Yeah. Even the guy that played with, like, plays with him in the steel, I don't think they play on the same structure. Yeah. So it's, like, this early. It's early. <laughs> like, the fact that Adam tried to pull a spinorama pass in the first game, and it didn't work. In the second game, he did it again, and it worked because it was Connor. That should show you something. Yeah. Also, that goal should be in highlight reels forever and ever. Amen. Yes. Forever and ever and ever. And Connor's little shush, shush, silly. Him shushing the German crowd. And that, that's such an otter thing. That's like, such an otter thing to do. But, like, I'm like, I don't know. I just feel like he has a sass going this tournament. Yeah. He's realizing that it's just, it's going to be him and Adam. Me, him, and Adam carrying this entire team. It's very much giving Brennan Offman vibes, is all I'm saying. It's giving Flint Brennan Offman vibes. Yeah. It is. Um, but yeah, that's like pretty much uh, all I have for the tournament. Um, oh, we should maybe talk about captains. We were right. It was <laughs> it was Connor Adam and some other guy. Yeah. Yeah. Spencer Silva, we talked about him earlier. Got five minutes. Major assess and game misconduct, and he might get suspended. We have no idea, but um, yeah, that's pretty much it for U18s. Obviously, the tournament goes, and I think by the time that we see you, we record the next podcast, the games will be over. It's really sad. I feel like it's gone going by so fast. Like like last year's U18s did not go by this fast, did they? I think maybe they did, but, like, I was at home for, like, most of them. So, like, and maybe I felt like they didn't go by as fast, you know what I mean? I don't know. I feel like last year, U18s were, like... It was long. Yeah. Or or maybe it's because Shane was, like, out and we were so it, internally worried about that, him. Yeah. That we were just like, oh, oh, games? Games? No. No. Shane Wright? Where is Shane Wright? Where is Shane Wright? Team Canada cannot lose another captain. Literally, I, I think we were all just like spent the entire tournament so like scared that like World Juniors were repeating themselves. Exactly. Now I'm like, bro, there's no way it's gonna repeat itself because they're not gonna get to the final anyway. <laughs> so I'm like, not worried. Yeah. Yeah. Which I guess is good. Uh, can't wait for the U.S. to win. Rutger, my captain. Oh, captain, my captain. Yes. We stand Rutger. We stand Rutger, Rutger and literally no one else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's it for U18s. Um, moving on. Kind of we 
and talk a little bit about like our hectic summer that we're gonna have. Um, but we finally do have dates for Klinka and World Juniors. So we're pro- we're having Klinka from July thirty first to August sixth in Red Deer, and the World Juniors is from August 9th to twentieth in Edmonton. Um, which like yay doesn't coincide with each other. So maybe Connor Connor will low key just hop down the U eighteens as preparation for for World Oh only Connor would do that. Only Connor Connor has like jumped around several levels at this yeah. point. Loki skipped U eighteens. Um but yeah maybe he'll go down there and like prep. Uh, who knows? Just have those dates. Obviously, we'll see a lot of what the 2023 draft class has to offer at Linka. They scare um, me. Yeah. We're definitely seeing Callum... Oh, my God. What's his name? I don't know. On the Oshawa Generals. I don't know. Cal- Callum... His name is Callum something. His name is Callum something, and I'm blanking. Richie. Callum Ritchie, thank you. Callum Ritchie. Um, we're gonna be seeing Quentin Musty on the US side, because the US never brings their best <laughs> roster to Linka. Yeah. Um we're gonna be seeing Oh god, what's the other kid from Sudbury? There are there are a bunch of OHL guys. A lot of OHL. I know. Guys. That's scary. Yeah, Zach Benson will be there. Um, a couple other guys. And it'll it'll be fun. It'll be a fun tournament. I'm excited to see it because, um, yeah, the last plinko we had low key ended in like a bad way. Uh, Jamie and Fats and Quentin all losing, all losing to Russia and Matej Mitchkov. Was Mitchkov there? Mitchkov was there. I don't I'm remember. Pretty sure Mitchkov was there. I don't remember that. Oh well. Hopefully we will get a better Hinka this year. Because the Russians are also still won't be there. Yeah. Um yeah. And actually like a really interesting note. Um Ivan Marisinchenko was at U eighteens. He was talking to scouts, apparently. Yeah. In Germany. So interesting that he's there. Interesting that he's the only member there. Like I'm glad that he's, he's, like, recovering in Germany, but... Glad that he's, like, feeling good enough to be there as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, but it's it's intriguing <laughs> to me he's the only one there. Because I would, I would assume there's another guy that's getting treated in Germany as well. Yeah, I'll see. Um, I mean, Harrison Tinko's obviously always expressed a desire to come to the US and Loki he got his visa rejected so he couldn't but he's if it weren't for his um you know his like circumstances he probably would be going higher than most Russian yeah most other Russian players but yeah everything's done now I guess with like international it's been kind stuff. of it's been kind of boring like, like, there hasn't been much going on. Yeah, other than U18 stuff. Yeah. Uh, Hockey Canada announced your um, coaches and 
training camp dates for World Juniors Challenge. Not like they would. Because they're... Whatever USA Hockey does, like... Like... I don't know. Let's say, like, USA Hockey announces something at the beginning of the month. By end of month, Hockey Canada will be announcing. Yeah. Like... They do things, like, three weeks slower than USA Hockey every single time. And it's so confusing. It's so annoying as well. Because, like, USA Hockey will announce something. I'll be like, okay, the announcement for Hockey Canada has to be coming soon. Right? And then, and then we wait. It doesn't come wait. soon. Because and we wait forever and ever and ever. Yeah. We get nothing. <laughs> um, yeah, and so moving on, I guess, to kind of more NHL stuff. Uh, NHL, CHL, all that. So we have um, the dates for the NHL draft lottery to be held. Um, that will be on May seventeenth, um, I think. I'm pretty sure May tenth. Okay, I don't know where seventeenth came from. Yeah, May tenth, which is coming up really soon. Uh, the Habs keep tanking, keep tanking, Habs keep tanking. They're now behind the Arizona Coyotes, and I need them to, like, keep going. Because, obviously, I need them to keep going. For sh- for shame's sake, please send Logan Cooley to Arizona. Oh I love that. I would, I, would, I would smile so much if Logan Cooley ended up getting drafted by Arizona. Like, wouldn't that just be hilarious? Oh, yeah, that'd be so, life would be so much better like that. Life would be amazing. And like, um, has, yeah. And like, then we could have Seattle with like the third pick and they could pick like good, uh, other good players. And like, Logan Cooley would be the only one who has to suffer. Like, it'd be great. Oh, so, now where was I? The dates. Um, it'd be great if Logan Cooley got sent to Arizona. That'd be great. Other players wouldn't have to suffer. Yeah. Um, and uh, obviously, then we have the draft is going to be held on um the seventh and eighth of July, which would be great because that's like right after like everything, and then free agency is on the tenth. I'm pretty sure. Which will be so fun, so fun, such a fun summer for us guys. We're going to go straight from, like, draft to World Juniors predictions. Honestly, yeah. Yeah. It's going to be so great. And we have the Men's World Championship coming up soon. We have the Men's World Championship literally coming up, like, the days of the draft lottery. Do you realize this? Yeah. And, like, the fact that we're going to have Adam on the team and, like, we're going to try and figure out, have to try and figure out if Owen's going to be there, like, like, trying to figure out who's going to be there is going to be the death of me. It's going to be like chess. Um, but yeah, that's um, it for like the draft lottery, um, like the dates and stuff. Uh, but obviously we have the odds still. And so, like I was saying, have to keep tanking, please. Because if um, they keep tanking and finish last place in the NHL, uh, they will have an 18.5% chance of getting the first overall pick. And right now, um, they are last. Right now, they are last. 
We are hoping yeah. they stay last. Because um, the second overall pick, they would have, like, they only have, like, a, the second lowest ranked team, I mean, would only have a 13.5% chance of getting the first overall pick. Um, and teams can only move up a limit of 10 spots this summer. Yeah. Which will be interesting. Which means only the bottom 10 teams have a shot at the first yeah, overall the pick. Yeah, the bottom 11, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, 11. Yeah. Have a shot at the first overall. And, interestingly, teams, like, in 16 or, like, 15, like, Vegas. Vegas. I'm I'm manifesting. I'm manifesting that it's Vegas. Or uh Vegas's pick, because Buffalo has it, can only move up to six. And it's very highly unlikely that they yeah. do so. Um, which is great for us. It's so amazing for us. I was thinking about it today. Like, what if we like traded Vegas back their pick for Caden Korzak? I want Caden Korzak so badly on the Buffalo Sabres. He would be a perfect partner for Owen. You don't understand. Like, I was thinking about it. I was like, man, Caden Korzak would be such a good, like, D partner for Owen. Because he's, like, he's right-handed, right? Yeah. And, like, he would just play so well with Owen. And, like, because Caden's so defensive and Owen can just do whatever he wants. And, like, Caden will actually cover for him and not, like, say that he's covering, even though he actually kind of sucks at defending. Exactly. Exactly. He'd just be, like, the perfect partner for Owen. And I was also thinking about, like, how we could get Briss, maybe, somehow, save him from Vegas. Although I think he likes it there. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about that. He's American. I think it might... He likes it because it's Vegas. He doesn't like the team. He likes it because it's Vegas. Yeah. It's just, it's Vegas, you know? It's Briss's style. Vegas, if, like, if you had to describe Brendan Brisson with a city, it would be Vegas. It would be Vegas. But boards would also be Vegas. So yeah. Maybe. Boards and Briss are Vegas. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's a little convenient. It's a little convenient for <clears throat> We don't, yeah. not, not here. No, no, not here. But we'll just, you know, just, we all know what we're talking about. You all know what we're talking about. If you know, you know. If you know, you know. The girls that get it. Get it. Um, yeah. And so, back to the draft lottery. Um. It it's gonna be interesting to see who gets the first overall pick. Cavs have the best have. shot. I'm just saying. Pain has really for Shane. It. And it's gonna be in Montreal anyways. Like how perfect would that be? It would be perfect, but Gary Bettman hates paying Indians. Yeah. The, the likelihood of going him to of him going to Seattle is like more and more likely. And you know what? I wouldn't hate it. Him yeah. and Maddie can be friends. Him and him and Maddie can be stop being lonely. Yeah, they can be besties. Although they're so similar, they're such similar people. I don't know if they would be besties. You know, they're too. So they're like the same person, though. They literally are. But but no, Maddie's more for uh, for uh, for that. He's he's he does things for the boys. Yeah, Shane doesn't do things for the boys. 
She does should... things for Otter. Shane does, does things for everyone. Shane does things for certain boys. Certain boys. He wouldn't do things for Owen. He'd do things for Otter. Yeah. Questionable if he'd do things for Brand. It depends on the thing, though, with Bran. It depends on the day. Yeah. It depends on the day Bran asks. He'd do things for Connor. Yeah. Connor's like his child. Of course he would. Of, of course he would. Yeah. Um. And, yeah. That's pretty much it for the NHL draft lottery. So hopefully we'll see who ends up winning. Perhaps first overall pick, please. Now we have to move on to the CHL updates. There's a lot because the playoffs are going on right now. So we have a lot to cover there. Um, But first off, just general updates. We have the Saginaw Spirit winning the OHL draft lottery. And man, Sag's going to be good next year. Yeah. They're going to have Josh Bloom. Lennox is going to probably be back. Like, they're just gonna have so much, and they're they know the thing I'm confident with with Saginaw is that they know how to build a good team. Yeah, they just need players to build with. Yeah, exactly. Like I don't mm-hmm. doubt in like a year by the end of like if if they do get Misa, if they do end up getting Michael Misa, by the end of his eligibility, they will be a playoff. No, yeah, no. they might even be a playoff team next year if they can. Play their cards right. Yeah. Um, they shouldn't have traded Adam Fantilli away. The Adam was Adam's gonna go to Michigan anyways, right? But they could have tried to convince him. They convinced Cole Perfetti. They convinced Cole Perfetti. It's different though. Cole grew up in the GTHL and he was playing it. So did Adam. But Adam was with the has been with the Steel for like this is like his third second year. Okay. Right? Yeah. And? He, Adam is, like, kind of Americanized. Right? But Cole yeah. was, he, he, could, he chose college route because of school, not because of anything else. Right? I feel like Adam chose college because, obviously school, but also, like, a lot of, because in the U.S., college is, it's like a cultural thing as well yeah yeah for sure it's different but i also mean like they also somehow grabbed owen owen although i think his thing was because of like the labor thing yeah i think he was like i can't sit here and wait for like yeah the o then they decide like because he would have to play like three years in the o before he was draft eligible yeah 16 17 and 18 this year he's like oh i'm kind of done and also i hate one so I hate Flint. Yeah. Fair enough. Who likes Flint? Not even Brennan Austin. Tidal Andrea. Tidal Andrea be a long show. I'll be like, you know, it's not that bad. I feel, right? He was like, yeah, you know, I feel like Flint gets a bit of a bad rep. It's really not that bad there. Like, Ty. Owner gets offended. Ty, it is very bad there. Okay. Yeah. And Otter's only thriving now because it's literally it's literally the front Flint Brennan Hoffman. Yeah. He has forty points on the next closest player. It's I, I don't. Know. It's crazy. Yeah. 
We love to see it. But yeah, anyways, the Spirit, they get the first overall pick. Happy for them. Um, but I've heard rumblings that they may not choose Misa, which is so interesting. Yeah, because who else is there? Because, um, so there are a couple other guys at the top of, like, this year's class, like, the 2024 draft-eligible guys. Um, I know a name that has been popping up is Malcolm Spence. Oh, okay. I don't know if there's relation to Jordan, by the way. I don't know. Maybe? Maybe? Possibly. Who knows? Hockey is Possibly, weird. No, probably. They're all related somehow. Yeah. Um, but I've heard that he's a really good player, and that there is consideration, like, whether or not you, you'd be choosing between the two. Because a lot of teams actually, I'm pretty sure, don't think Misa's exceptional status ranked was, like, third. <laughs> oh, only, only because of his, like, OHL Cup. I'm like, yeah, you get it, right? So, but like, like yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how it shakes out. Joe Beleno got exceptional status. Like, that was a little bit different, but like, yeah. Yeah, but... And, and the Steel were also going to try and poach him. Yeah. Which is a very so, Chicago thing to do, by the way. Which is so Chicago. It's so Chicago. Poaching every good, eligible player. And, like, like good yeah. for them, honestly. Good for them. They must have a great program for them to, like... They do. Yeah. To do what they do. But, yeah. Um... I think it's still Patisa, but, like, it, it'd be intriguing to see what would One happen. One sec, if my parents are screaming. Yeah, so, Misa, um, will probably still go first overall, but I'm, I'd be curious to see, like, what would happen if he did, you know? Like, what, what would it look like for an exceptional status player not to go first overall? Yeah. And who would... Like, who would look bad there? You know, like, like I, I'm curious who they would put. I guess like the blame on. Mm-hmm. Like, would did, they? I'm trying to think. Did Did Belina go for Silver World his year? Probably. Um, one He's the only one, right? He did go for Silver World. Yeah. I'm trying to think Sean Day. He's the other one from the OHL. Did he go first overall? Because he was the other one that people, like, Team Canada was, like, uh, I mean, the CHL was low-key worried about being, like, poached. Because, <laughs> obviously, we love that. We love the CHL for that. Um, he was not drafted first overall. He was fourth. What twenty? But like still, like yeah. It wasn't. Yeah, I'm curious to see what would happen. Because like the recent like past. Okay, but he was drafted. He was drafted fourth because he had Travis Konechny and Dylan Strome in his draft. Okay, that's true. So, like I'm, I'm just thinking like the past two at least, like. Exceptional status guys, they were right to get exceptional status. Huh, right. Huh. Funny, funny joke. Um, like, 
they should have given it to Wright. They should have given it to Bedard. So, like, yeah, that was. Hopefully, they were right to give it to Misa, too. Yeah. They should have also given it to Matt, but, like, we've already had this argument before. I've already talked about how Matt should have gotten exceptional status his first year. Yeah. Like, his, his 15 year old year to play the whole season. But you know what? That's fine. Is Matt sulky about it? Absolutely not. <laughs> Matt doesn't care. Some for I some reason. <clears throat> the him not getting exceptional status is the reason him and Connor are now best friends. Yeah. So it all worked out. Um but yeah. Um and then we have the OHL coaches poll coming out. I'm pretty sure some of the WHL awards came out too. Yeah. But like they have like a weird different nomination system. So it's not really like a poll. It's more like something else. Uh obviously we have like just we just have a lot of stuff. Um, but I'll run through like some of the important <laughs> stuff. Uh most improved in the Eastern Conference. Number one, Luca Del Belvalus. We love him. We love him. Smartest player in the East. Brant Clark and Shane Wright tied for number one. Brant Clark who can't even use the right your. Probably. Bro. I don't know if he, he can. Okay, look. On ice. IQ and off ice IQ are two very different things. Also, Brand grew up in the Ottawa education system, okay? I think we okay. can give him a pass. Um, and in the West, smartest player, Wyatt Johnson. I'm not surprised. Um, and then we have, in second place, the best playmaker in the East, Shane Wright. Yeah. Uh, West is all right. Oh, Wyatt Johnson. Wyatt Johnson is in everything. Ever. Yeah. Ever. Um, most dangerous in the goal area, Brendan Osman in the West, Mason McCavish in the East. Wyatt, best skater in the West. Mm-hmm. Um, best shot in the West, Brendan Osman, as he should. And in the East, as it's Mason. And then in the West, best to Kendler is also Wyatt. What yeah. a surprise. Mm-hmm. Brent Clark in the East voted third. Um, and then, is there anything else that's important? Shots changing it vote, voted for, um, face-offs. Ethan Del Mastro, best penalty killer in the East. Ethan Del Mastro. My beloved. But I, I shouldn't say that. I have friends who know him. <laughs> it's... I have friends who know friends who know him. And, like, uh, yeah, chill, like, you know I like him, like, as a hockey player and, like, as a person, but, like, also I don't want his number. No, thank you. No. I was offered his number. Wait, what, really? I was offered his number, and I did not want it. I did not want that it. That is so awkward. I, I, you. What would you even say? Like, like, hi, I really like your hockey skills. Skills with a Z. Brent got voted best offensive defenseman in the East. Yeah. Because, of course, he obviously, did. Brent, come on. Shocked. Um, <clears throat> oh, I was going to say shocked. Jack Thompson didn't, didn't get voted for something. He did. Third best offensive defenseman in the West. Yeah. Which is a lie, obviously. Um, defensive defenseman Ethan Del Mastro. West defensive defenseman Ryan O'Rourke. Huh, imagine if we could have had those guys as a pair. We could have, if Hockey Canada wasn't stupid. 
Yeah, although I don't think Delhi really is major in ways. I want to say Carson Corson so bad. Listen, <laughs> I am going to talk about Carson Corson every single day until we get it. Until we, every single podcast, I'm going to find a way to bring it up. Because I need that pair so, so bad. Um, shootout, Shane Wright voted second. Um, Brooke versus voted best shootout goalie in the West. Um, and yeah. Pretty much it. Pretty much it for the coaches poll. Not much to say there. Uh, we'll link it in the description below if you guys want to see, like, the rest of the season. Um, and yeah. Now moving on <coughs> to the CHL playoffs, which are so fun so far, actually. Aside from, like, a couple, couple of things. I got um, attacked the 67s, and, well, it's not going well. I got low-key got attacked to the goals. Like, I don't know, they just have vibes, you know? And I'm so torn, like, with the Steelheads, because they're playing the Steelheads in the first round, and I'm like, but I like both of you. How do you do this to me, you know? And I love the fonts, too. Yeah. Obviously. Um... But in the WHL first, obviously, we have our Winnipeg Ice uh, up 2 nothing on Prince Albert, as they should be. The I don't even know if Augie's playing. Augie might be injured. <laughs> Let's hope not. Right. Um, then we have, somehow the Saskatoon Blades made it in. Somehow. Um, who's, they suck, but um, they're against the Moose Warriors. Moose up 2 nothing on them. Edmonton. Uh, and Lethbridge, Edmonton is obviously up to nothing on them. Because obviously. Obviously. Um, and Brandon and uh, Red Deer are tied 2 2. Or sorry, 1 1, I guess. Yeah. I said 2 2. That doesn't make any sense. Um, Everett and Vancouver are tied 1 1. Seattle is obviously kicking Kelowna's ass right now. Um, and Kamloops <laughs> is up. To nothing on the Spokane Chiefs, and the Portland Winterhawks are up to nothing on the Prince, uh, Prince George Cougars, and so everything's pretty much going according to plan. Yeah, yeah. Can't wait. <laughs> Can't wait if, like, in the conference championship, we have the Oil Kings and the Ice. Oh my god. Gross. Gross. Can Gooley, could you just stop being good? Can Gooley just stop being good? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That would be ideal. Yeah. Obviously, mm-hmm. we have Ice as our, like, big main pick. I'm also rooting for the Oil Kings. Um, But yeah, I don't really know if you guys have any other teams that you like. Not in the WHL, no. Already know. You honestly should, though. You live out west, Ari. You can't be choosing OHL teams to like. Ari's a Team Canada fan, okay? I think we've established. I've been liking the Silver Chips, but I don't know. I, just because, like, Olin, and then there's Ronin. There's some, some other dude I kind of vibe with. I can't remember his name, but... I don't What's know. Up, I just think... Other dude I vibe with. I can't remember his name. I love that. Love that for you. Owen is out though. It's so sad. But like, yeah, Owen and Ronan, they're so good. Yeah. Low key, Oil Kings are like the bandwagon team, but like, 
they are a deserved bandwagon, so get on the bandwagon. I like their vibes. Yeah, their vibes are so good. Like, Jake Neighbors is significantly less scary when he is an Edmonton Oil King and not a St. Louis Blue. Oh, yeah. St. Louis Blue Jake Neighbors never existed, okay? He's going to exist next week. I don't care. He was not the vibe. He was not the vibe. You know what else is not a vibe? The OHL. Oh, God. I'm just so conflicted on every series at this moment. Ari, do you have your OHL team that you've, like, chosen, that you've adopted? Like, you've adopted the Oh, no, not yet. I have to see, I think. I've adopted the 67s, but I don't know anyone on the roster. Um... We don't talk uh, about it. Vincenz Lorenz. I know him from uh, Top Prospects. Yes, from pro- Top Prospects. Um, so, obviously, we first have um, the Windsor Spitfires. They're up 2 nothing on the Sarnia Sting, as they should. How did Sarnia even get here? I don't know. They're Ben Goudreau. Um, then we have London and Kitchener. London is up 2-1. In the series, Kitchener won the first game, but London came back in the last two. Uh, the Flint Brennan Offmans and Owen Sam Tech, um, you know, they are tied 1 1. Um, honestly, Ari, if you want an OHL team to like low key bandwagon just for like one player, gotta be Flint. Yeah. They're gonna like beat, Otter's gonna beat up on Owen Sam Tech, probably. And, like, you don't really have to like the rest of the team. Yeah. Because they don't do anything anyway, so, like... Yeah, you can just, like, run in and be like, yeah, I'm a Flint fan. You know? We'll see. I mean, it is the Brennan Firebirds, so... Yeah. I was was kind of getting to the Greyhounds, but, like, I don't know. For two players, once again... For Rorky and JT? Yeah? Yeah. Rory Karen is also on. True. He has a Showbound episode. You gotta listen to this. Showbound has just had literally everyone on. Everybody except for Shane Wright. Shane ghosted them. That's why. Okay? <laughs> Don't you remember the episode where they were like, yeah, Shane like ghosted them. <laughs> Shane didn't do it. No, see, Shane probably didn't even do it on purpose. He probably like just didn't see the message. Yeah, he probably feels bad. <laughs> Typical Shane. I'm still waiting for the day they somehow miraculously get Owen on. Through, yeah. <laughs> through Rask, Rask's best friend knowing, dating, dating his older sister. That's so, that's so neat. Like, why do we? It's so Ontario, it hurts. Oh my god, yeah. But they've had boards on, and, like, they've had Duke her on. How? God, they gotta get Briss. They, they gotta, gotta get, get Briss. How could they not get Briss at this point? Yeah. The fact that they've had boards and haven't gotten Briss, like, doesn't make sense. Maybe they'll do a joint episode one day this summer. Maybe. One day this summer. They gotta get Kent on. Yeah. Figure out a way to get Connor on. I'd be, I'd be, like, ecstatic if they found a way to get Connor on. Through Otter. Oh, well, he'd be super boring. Super boring. No, he wouldn't. It, they would Cardsy would. Him and KJ together. Co- more joint episodes. 
Karzy will squeeze every last ounce of personality out of him. Yeah, he somehow squeezed some personality out of Brayden. Exactly. So maybe, maybe it'll happen. I'm we got Pow and Fetch from the Brayden episode. So, like... We did get Pow and Fetch from the Brayden episode. And Pow is an iconic nickname. Beth Owen nickname. Beth, Beth Owen, Owen nickname. nickname. We went through this, we've gone through this hierarchy. Yeah. Already. So Beth Owen nickname, for sure. Um, yeah. <laughs> I guess back to... <laughs> Back to the OHL playoffs. playoffs. Um, we have the Sioux Greyhounds, who we were just talking about, uh, versus the Guelph Storm. Uh, the Sioux Greyhounds are actually up two games to nothing on the Guelph Storm, which is interesting because Guelph is really good. Yeah, but they don't have Jack Thompson and Ryan O'Rourke. Are they on the same pair? I hope they are. I hope they are. They're They're like besties, right? Like. That would be so iconic. I was just thinking about it the other day. Like, what if I just, like, made, like, a lineup of all the boys who are besties from, like, the GTA? Oh, my God. That'd be so good. That'd be, like, an amazing World Juniors team. You know what? No, you know what we need to do? We need to make one of those, like, connection boards. No, I tried. Don't, don't. You, You think there aren't that many. You think there aren't that many, but then you suddenly realize that Devin Levi knows Thomas Bordalo, and you have an epiphany that this is not going to work. I saw someone do, someone on TikTok has like a Grey's Anatomy hookup board, where they've connected people through hookups. It's impressive, but also kind of scary. Uh, I'll just say this, the Hughes Brothers, center of the universe. Center of the universe. Oh my god. Center of the hockey universe. Because they are like, they are the three generations, right? You've got Quinn, you know, Josh Norris, Brady Kachuk, like all of those guys. And you've got Jack, who knows all of like the 2000s-ish, you know. And then you've got Luke, who knows all of like the young guys, like the guys getting drafted this year, the guys that got drafted last year. It's not fair. And they know all the Canadian guys and all of the Americans as well. So it's like. I'm just remembering the time that Brant Clark told us that him and his brother used to skate with Jack and Luke. I hate it so much. Who doesn't? Who doesn't? I hate Jack. End story. Um, And then (laughs) back to the OHL playoffs. We keep getting distracted. Um. We have Hamilton and the Peets, so Mason versus the old team, pretty much. Uh, Hamilton's up one nothing. North Bay versus Ottawa. North Bay's up two nothing. We don't talk about it. Rip. Sorry, cat. They uh, no. You want to know what happened in the last game? Um. So it was tied, right? And then Ottawa had a power play in the last like three minutes. I was like, oh my god. This is amazing. And then they didn't score on the power play, right? And then the guy that was in the penalty box jumped out of the penalty box, got, like, got a breakout pass, and went on a breakaway, and scored with, like, 15 seconds left in the game. Love it. I was so pissed off. Um, then we have Kingston, Oshawa. Kingston is up 2 nothing, And then Miss Saga and Barry, a.k.a. my beloved, going huh. up against each other at once. They're playing right now, I'm pretty sure. 
Oh yeah, I found the photos. I don't even know. It's probably gonna be. They went to overtime the past few games, so I'm just gonna assume they're going to overtime again. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Although in like bad news, Matt Matt Sepulak is coming to it. Matt is injured. The photo of him clinging to Connor. Oh it's stuck like, in my brain, and I hate it. It straight up got me. Like, Ari, how did you feel when you saw that? I know you, like, kind of, like, had a moment of silence in the chat. Oh, yeah, I cried. It was so sad. Like, I hate it. I was not okay. I was worried, like, his draft stock was going to fall. Yeah. Oh, I know. Probably going to get caulfielded, and I'm like, no. <laughs> or paint. You can call it the caulfield. You can call it the paint and crab. No, it's gonna be a combo of both, though. Yeah, because he's short and injured. He's short and injured. <laughs> he's gonna fall to like 20 something, and then he's gonna cry. Just like whoever ends up winning him is gonna be so fucking sad. <laughs> I don't know. I was just thinking about that photo of him and Connor. I saw also <laughs> Sarah posted a photo of him like jumping into the glass, and his girlfriend called him an ass. A glass liquor. No one is laughing at this glass liquor comment? It's just... It's true. It's a hockey player thing. It's a very hockey player thing to say. His girlfriend said that, not Matt. Yeah, but... You spent enough time with hockey players, like... I mean, we do also have boards and brisk, like, commenting. What? I don't know what's going on between. Weird stuff on each other's pages all the time. Mine? Heart? Anyone? Anyone? It's. Yeah. What are they doing? They're either just. They're either extremely not subtle or just stupid. I think they're extremely not subtle. There is, there's something. There's something there. And I don't say what, but there's it's, something there that's not entirely. It's it's bestie content. Yeah, it's giving, I can't say what it's giving because. It's giving bestie vibes. Yeah. But like Owen and Kent bestie vibes. Yeah. Okay? Like, that's how I can best describe it. Maybe a level above. Yeah. Even. Owen and Kent are like not as. No, they're not. They're as, not as out there. Well, I would say they're not as obvious, but then Owen did low key say, "I call him like every day, multiple." You times. know, it gives us okay. This is another F one reference that nobody's gonna understand. But the other day in a press conference, um, this one guy called his teammate. He was like, "Yeah, like." This he is kind of like boyfriend or girlfriend. Yeah, no, a guy legit said that. But like obviously English isn't his first language, so like you can't know, you know. But like, it's giving those vibes. Giving all of this. Um. Yeah. Anyways. Um. That it for like OHL, WHL playoff stuff. Uh, obviously we have like the QMJHL too. They start their playoffs soon. They end on May 1st. 
um, the regular season and then the playoffs start May third, which is actually it's not that bad. Like the um, the WHL and OHL teams will get like maybe like a two week break, mm-hmm. in which they will have the combine. <laughs> so it'll be pretty much fine, I think. For like yeah. Mental, which will be really good. Um, I'm excited for it. I'm excited to finally see what Memcap actually is. So I feel like I don't understand the tournament. It's, I don't know. I watched it a couple years ago with Spitfire, when Spitfire's one in like 2016 because it was on Sportsnet and I had nothing else to do. I, I don't know. Yeah, it's a good market. Yeah, it's like, it's the winner of the three leagues and then the whole city. And they play tournament style. Yeah. Um, okay, then we have uh, an NHL prospect update, uh, a couple of signings to announce. Sharks signed Strauss Mann, we love that. Yeah. They got board, board the friend. They got board the friend, it's, it makes me so happy. They all have a friend now, except for Maddie. Except for Maddie. <laughs> We're Maddie. Right, Maddie. Um... Everyone's gonna say Owen doesn't have friends. Yes, he does. Owen has Sabres, if not. Yeah. Briss is also kind of. Like. Briss has Ford. Ford isn't always gonna be there, though. Yes, he is, Kat. Like. You have Kane Corvette. He'll be fine. You think Kaden is so traumatized from World Juniors, though? No, I think Caden got over it. I don't think Caden blames Briss. No, but... I, I don't think Caden... I think the most... Okay, if we're ranking most traumatized from World Juniors. Dylan Cousins. Dylan! The list. I'm not joking. <laughs> I know! Dylan that's Cousins, the, the list. I'm... Um, Bone Byram. Dylan Cousins, Bone Byram. <laughs> you can interchange them. And everyone else. No. Dylan Cousins, Bowen Byron, Devin Levi, everyone else. <laughs> and then, I feel like Jamie wasn't traumatized, but Jamie is like the one that still Jamie has, has to, to like. with the guy who reminds him about it. Every yeah. Time, it's, he's not traumatized, but is he like a bit traumatized? But he hasn't had like a proper, like, you know, you know when you're like traumatized okay, or something? The wound has been open so much that yeah. he's now immune to it. Yeah, like, you know, you, when you get traumatized, you're supposed to, like, avoid oh, triggering yeah. that trauma. Jamie has had that trauma triggered on a daily basis since World Juniors. Exactly. So, like, he's fine. Uh, yeah, I definitely think it's Dylan, then Bowen, then Devin, then Fess, then Krebs, then everyone else. See, the, all of the, oh, what? The ones where it was like their oh, last yeah, year. They're kind of like, yeah. Fetz yeah. is still looking for his revenge. Although, yeah. Rip, he's super injured. So. Oh, Rip Fetz. I feel so bad. At least he got his. I hope he gets an honorary medal. Yeah. At least he got his world medal. So. Yeah. Revenge. Revenge. That was his revenge. Um, I feel like I feel yeah. the world medal was more redemption than revenge, you know? True. True. It was redemption. I agree with that. Anyways, um, back to the signings. Leafs signed McKay. Um, whatever. He didn't deserve what he'll do. Leafs signed him. Until Devin lights, uh, lights him on fire. 
Only, only the Leafs would do that. Only the Leafs. Um, the Red Wings sign Edmonton, which is really big. Uh, we like him. He is like Maurice Sider, pre Maurice Sidering. Yeah. Like he is like what Maurice Sider was the year that <laughs> the year that Craig Button Button ranked him above Cole Caulfield. We don't. We don't talk about that. We can talk about. But he's really good. Um, Ethan Del Mastro signs with the Hawks. Yes, we love. Wish it wasn't the Hawks, but I mean, what can you do? Seriously, at least he has no Allen there, his best friend in the entire world. I learned that. Yeah, like this week. Um. Then we have finally uh, the big thing: Owen Power, Nick Blankenburns, and Thomas Bordalo. They all score their first NHL goal. And Kent is feeling so left. Rip Kent, honestly. Is he gonna score before the end of the year? He has to. It's I Kent. Don't know if he will. I don't know how many games they have. How many? Yeah, how many games? Like three, do they have maybe left? two or three. Well, I hope he scores. Kent will score because he has to score because it's Kent. Because because I say so. Um, I'll just say that even if Kent doesn't score, I'm still super proud of him. Yeah. My baby. My baby, even though Columbus Socials literally doesn't care about him at all. We get nothing from them. No. Do you know how many games they have left? I'm checking right now. Loading. I know the Sabres have (laughs) three. Two. Oh, my game's three. I think it's three. Two or three. I don't know. I I just remember Owen looking great. Getting his first first goal. They have this week tomorrow. Tomorrow's a really important day for the Buffalo Sabres. Because, um, Vegas. We were Um, going to talk about Vegas, but do we have anything more to say on? Columbus has three games left. Yeah. So, three games for Kent against first goal. Not impossible. Um, him being swept by Silly, though. Because they're on the same line now. Yeah, they are. Which I love. Because it's Silly and Kent. Anyways, um, we are going to talk about Vegas now, really quickly. Because Thomas Borrello just ended their entire season with his shootout goal. It was so good. It was so good. It was perfection. Literally perfection. It was boards at his finest. Yeah. Ari, what do you have to say about this? Boardy's goal. Oh, I was so excited. Uh, I made this list where I was, like, saying who was going to make their goals or whatever. And that afternoon, well, yesterday, he made the goal yesterday? Yeah. I said, oh, Boardy's going to make his goal next. And he did it. And I was so happy. I cried. I screamed. Yeah. Did we also cry and scream because Vegas was eliminated? Oh, yeah. Oh, I did. Almost eliminated. They're at, like, what, 11% to make the playoffs now? It's low. Thank you, Bordy. We Thank love you, Bordy. it, Bordy. And the fact that, like, Vegas, like, with the, like, with two minutes left, they were up four to two, and they just choked. It's not a Vegas thing to do. Never been more thankful for the Sharks. Never been more thankful for the Sharks. Literally, the way 
everyone was cheering for the Sharks that game. Like, all the Kings fans, all the Dallas fans, like, everyone was just cheering for them. Yeah, everybody just hates Vegas so much. I love it. I was reading an article about how, like, Timo Meyer, who's like, oh, we're going to do everything in our power for the Vegas Golden Knights to lose. And they did, and it was amazing. And, and Timo, like, scored the goal, like, with, like, less than a second left. So, like, and it's the overtime. And, like, the fact that Vegas had a power play in overtime. Like, I don't think people realize that. They had power play in overtime. And I think they had gone, like, one for one on the power play that night. And, like, man, you couldn't score. Jack Eichel, whole lot of nothing. Whole lot of nothing. And then Bortz ends it so beautifully with his friend in attendance. Oh. With Brits in attendance. Yeah. Um, obviously. Uh, I wonder what that was like if Brits was cheering for the Golden Knights or if he was cheering for boards. Um, I think he yeah. cheered for boards. Yeah. In my heart of hearts, I think he cheered for boards. He, he like, cheered for boards that didn't, didn't cheer for boards. You know, like, he, yeah. he cheered for boards, but he didn't, like, show it. But he did. And he did. He cheered for sports. And I'm just like, yeah. And like, we gotta talk about Vegas. They're awful. They freaking. Did you see what they did to Robin Leonard? Poor Robin Leonard? Like. I feel so bad. This guy said that, told them that he was gonna have season ending surgery because he felt humiliated by the coach. Because he told him pretty much like, in the first, after the first period, after only letting in one goal, he called him for the other goal. Which is, and so he was like, okay, I'm having season-ending surgery. And then Vegas convinces him to play backup, to warm up and play on his injured body. Or warm up uh, to back up the other goalie that night, uh, yesterday. Um, and now he's having career and career, season-ending surgery again. Like, I don't Vegas know. It's is like, oh, cap implications. You can do it. Because, like, something about the cap. And it's like, listen, you just wanted to mess with this team. Awful, awful organization. I'm so glad they're going down. I can't wait for them for this summer to realize that they have no cap space to sign free agents. And they have no roster space. And then they have to trade Brisk and Evgeny Dadnoff. So and bad. they have no draft picks. And. They don't have the first first round draft pick. Like, it's it's amazing what you what can happen. It's so beautiful. And all their guys are aging out of their prime. Like they're not a young team anymore. Like I'm just so happy about the downfall of Vegas Golden Knights. We sound like such bad people. We. Like saying like, oh, we're so happy this team is having the absolute worst time of their lives. I feel bad for one person on that team, and it's Logan Thompson, because he looked so sad yesterday. I, yeah, I feel bad for certain people on the team, for sure, but, like... Oh, I can't wait for the Jack Eichel press presser if they don't make the playoffs. I can't wait. I feel, like, evil, but I'm like, oh, oh, he's going to say some stuff about the organization. And I'm just like, oh, it's going to be amazing. It's going to be amazing. He's going to be pissed. I will be so mad. It won't be the Sabres for once. Maybe it's the Sabres fan in me. 
though. I mean, Ari, you hate the Vegas Golden Knights too, right? Mm-hmm. As like a fan of like the California teams. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like they're the Kings, but like ten times worse. You like the Kings. I know, <laughs> but like before when I didn't like the Kings. I feel like, okay, here's the thing, though. There's a difference between, like, disliking a team because they've done something and disliking a team because they're just naturally rivals, right? It's like, like, I dislike Michigan State because they're just, they're rivals, right? But I dislike Minnesota because I think, like, you know, it's different. Yeah, it's it's a different type of hatred. Yeah. Like, I hate the Wild because the Wild are, like, the Jets, like, enemy like they never play well against them and they just kind of suck uh, in my opinion but like vegas i hate with like a deep hatred like i don't know where it comes from but i'm just like oh yeah i think part of it has to do with that they treat their players like so bad oh my god people still want to sign there people want to sign there because of the city though because it's vegas i don't hate the city i'm just like like, the mm, team makes me the want to Knights, up. like they bring out something in me that I like despise and I love it. And it's just like uh I like low-key I just want evil things to happen to that organization. Yeah. They treat their players so badly. It's like, oh please suck. Please suck <laughs> so you can realize for once what other teams go through and so that you start treating your players well. Like, please, please. Yeah. I don't know. I just hate everyone does uh, yeah i see the meme of like all the players in like a circle together and being like the nhl nhl hockey twitter mm. when it comes to rooting against the golden knights everybody just hates vegas and i love it mm-hmm. and we're gonna all support the stars tomorrow sure when they can eliminate vegas in regulation yeah if they win in regulation and i personally can't wait can't wait love it love it okay that is the end of our episode today. Um, it's pretty short and sweet, actually. Short for us. Usually we go like two hours. Short um, for us. Short for us. Remember when we had one hour episodes during the summer? I remember that. I remember that. Um, anyways, that's it for us this week. We will update you guys next week on the end of U18. What happens in the playoff race? And who? We think should get the first overall pick, and can and we're probably gonna do another Craigslist episode, and hopefully, Cat has scored his first goal by then. Yes, we hope. 